In difficult days and facing dire circumstances, it is always good to remind ourselves that God is greater than all. Scott Pauley is examining the miracles of Jesus recorded for us in God's Word. Our hope is that the message in these miracles will become real in your life. Christ is enough. Let's open our Bibles and join the study now. Do you ever come to a certain portion of Scripture and it's like, wait a minute, this is this is deja vu. I, I, I've seen this. I've heard this before. Well, there are a couple of reasons for that. One is that throughout the gospel records, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, there is a repetition. So very often a different writer is describing the exact same uh, story or setting uh, just from a little different perspective. But there are some events that are very similar and yet distinct. We come to one of those today in Mark chapter number 8. Uh, you will remember that in our last study, we were in Mark chapter 7, Jesus uh, opening the ears and the mouth of that deaf and dumb man. And the Bible says in Mark 8 verse 1, In those days, the multitude being very great and having nothing to eat, Jesus called his disciples unto him and saith unto them, I have compassion on the multitude, because they have now been with me three days and have nothing to eat. And if I send them away fasting to their own houses, they will faint by the way, for divers of them came from far. And his disciples answered him, From whence can a man satisfy these men with bread here in the wilderness? And he asked them, How many loaves have ye? And they said, Seven. And he commanded the people to sit down on the ground, and he took the seven loaves and gave thanks and break, and gave to his disciples to set before them, and they did set them before the people, and they had a few small fishes, and he blessed and commanded to set them also before them. So they did eat and were filled, and they took up of the broken meat that was left seven baskets, and they that had eaten were about four thousand, and he sent them away. Does that sound familiar to you? Because not long ago we studied another miracle, uh, most famously known as the feeding of the five thousand. But when you come to Mark chapter number eight, you have the feeding of the 4,000, and I think it's very important to point out to you that this is a different miracle. A similar situation, same need, people were hungry, a same response, the Lord took care of them, Christ is always enough, but it is different. So though there are parallels in the stories, and you can compare Scripture with Scripture, uh, there are also certain contrasts because there are distinctive things in this story that show us it's at a different time period, it's in a different setting, and yet the one thing that is the same is Christ. Aren't you glad? To me, it's a reminder that the needs just keep coming. They don't go away. Sometimes the same needs come back around, and yet every time the need comes, Christ is enough. Christ is enough. I hope you say, Brother Scott, you're saying that a lot. Yes, I am saying it a lot. I hope you'll say it. I hope frequently these words will come to your mind. Christ is enough. I hope you'll tell others Christ is enough because that's what we learn from all of the miracles and that's what we learn from this miracle in Mark chapter number 8. Now, if you want to compare Scripture with Scripture, uh, you may want to read Matthew's account of this same miracle. It's found in Matthew chapter number 15. But what do we learn about Christ from this story in Matthew 15 and Mark 8? Two or three truths. First of all, the first thing that jumps out at me is Christ's compassion. You know, we want to go straight to his power. But I have learned that sometimes, in the realm of human beings at least, you have people who have power, but they have no love. Uh, they, they have ability, but they have no heart. 
Christ is not that way. He has all power. Yes, he has all sufficiency, but he is also the God who is love. And so the first words out of his mouth in Mark 8, verse 2, are these words, I have compassion. Oh, the boundless compassion of Christ. Aren't you glad the Lord loves us? The Lord never sends us away hungry, that when you come seeking him, he doesn't play hide-and-seek with you, Uh, that whatever need you have and however great you may think it is, that the Lord's compassion is more than enough. He had compassion on the multitudes. There are other records in the Gospels where the Bible says that he was moved with compassion when he saw the multitudes. See, the world is seen by Christ differently than we see it. We see it demographically, we see it politically, we see it economically, uh, we see it materially. Christ sees it spiritually. He sees it eternally. His compassion was not just that they were hungry, but that they were needy. It, It was not just about them getting lunch. Rather, he saw them as eternal souls that he had created, that he loved, that he wanted to care for. Oh, may God give us such compassion, compassion for the multitudes. And then, not only do I see Christ's compassion, I see Christ's command. There is this beautiful tenderness and then immediately his strength. Verse number 6, he commanded the people to sit down on the ground and he took the seven loaves. Isn't that powerful? So he takes charge. Literally, he takes over. Here's the commanding authority of Christ. He just speaks and it is done. By the way, could I point something beautiful out to you? In verse number 6, He looks up to heaven and he gives thanks. He gives thanks before he breaks the food. He gives thanks before he passes it out to the people and distributes it. He gives thanks before the meal. Somebody said, why do you stop and give thanks over food? Well, I think if Jesus did, surely we should. If the one who created it all uh, in his perfect humanity could look back to the Father and give thanks, I think there's a beautiful example in this for us. And so uh, take the time to ask the Lord's blessing on everything that the Lord has given to you. But we see Christ command. And the Bible says, though they were just a few small fishes, uh, though they uh, were just a few pieces of bread, he commanded. Again, we read this in verse number 7. He blessed and commanded to set them also before them. Again, the command of Christ. So Christ is full of compassion, and then Christ is the one who gives the command. But then one more thing I see here about Christ, and that is his completeness. Did you know that Jesus does no halfway job, Uh, no, no partial work? No. Whatever the Lord does, he does it complete. He's the God of wholeness. Because the Bible says in verse 8, So they did eat and were filled, and they took up of the broken meat that was left seven baskets. Now imagine this, 4,000 people. They didn't just get enough to get by. Oh, the Bible says he filled every one of them. He is the God of fullness. Read the book of Colossians, and ye are complete in him. The only one who makes us complete is Christ. And I love this because we see not only his fullness, we see his abundance. Because the Bible says they were filled and there was left seven baskets. I mean, these are divine leftovers, friends. This is living in the overflow. Uh, I'm thinking now of that scripture that says where sin abounds, grace does much more abound. Uh, where, where sin flowed, grace overflowed. Whatever your need is today, uh, whatever your circumstance or situation, we see here the beautiful and powerful sufficiency of Jesus Christ. Yes, Christ is enough. 
Get a glimpse today of his tender compassion of the heart of Christ. Then listen to him speak, the same one who created the world with words. He spoke and it was so, spoke to these people and it was so, will speak to you today. Listen to the commands of Christ. Obey whatever he tells you to do because in that obedience there is tremendous blessing. And then know this, believe this, rejoice in this, that when Christ does his miraculous work, it's always a complete work. He doesn't want you just to have enough to eke by, just to endure life. No, he gives you enough to enjoy the journey. He gives you more than you could imagine, exceeding abundantly above all you could ask or even think. He says, call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. That's just like Jesus, isn't it? Yes, Christ is enough. What an encouragement to know that regardless of the situation, we can trust the Lord Jesus. You can find a Bible reading schedule through the Miracles of Jesus and many additional study resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. Visit us online today and let us know that you're listening. We are very grateful that you are making this journey with us through God's Word. Until next time, remember this, Christ is enough.